You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, Thriving Moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? I am feeling excited to talk to you today because I'm going to share something that I've been working on for months now. And I wanted to record this podcast because I believe in being a product of my product. And one of the ways that I'm very intentional about bringing value to you on this podcast is to share what I have tested personally and believe to be helpful for me and my clients. And so this week, I want to talk about this concept or idea. I want you to entertain the idea that it is possible to allow yourself to receive, which ties in nicely with what I'll be teaching in my upcoming workshop titled The Less Stressed Holiday that I'm going to be hosting October 29th. So that's just in about a few weeks here. And during that workshop, I'm going to be walking you through creating your own unique game plan for the holiday season, which for us in Canada, it's about to kick off in a few weeks with the Canadian Thanksgiving. And one thing I want to promise you is that if you want to create a holiday that feels fun and full, one way you don't feel pressured to do anything because there's a family tradition, a holiday where you get to build memories with your family without the burnout and stress or overwhelm, you need a plan. And I think this is something that surprises a lot of us moms because we're so busy in our heads and getting things done that we forget. And then the holiday comes and we're just overwhelmed by all the things that we should or think we should and have to do. How about we try something different this year? So check out all the details at www.oliveandbliss.ca forward slash holiday. Can't wait to see you. So talking about allowing yourself to receive. If you're anything like me, you might be thinking, what is this and why is it important? And I want you to lean in a little bit closer because this episode is going to blow your mind in the best way possible. Now, earlier this year, I got the nudge to start exploring what it means to feel ease in my business. Ease is something that I thought I had nailed down in my life. So I thought, well, this has got to be a joke. I know how to take things easy. Turns out I had no clue. The way I was being called to ease required a deeper level of surrender that I was not used to. And as I started to explore this more and more through therapy and coaching, just dealing with my own trauma, I realized that there was a small part of me that was still holding on to control because of my life experiences. And it took me deciding to build this business to pop that box open. And this is the thing that we forget, like, Many of us go into personal development, coaching, whatever it is, and we think it's a one and done thing, but it's all about opening and exploring. And the more you peel back the layers, the more there is to discover about you. So once I popped open my box, there was no going back. And I'm so happy I did because it has just helped me enjoy my life more. I'm showing up more powerfully for my clients and helping them get results faster. And I'm going to say this, if you identify as a woman, I bet that you struggle with allowing yourself to receive on some level. Now, this might vary based on your different life experiences. So things like your conditioning, food insecurity, racism, 
fatphobia, sexism, and all forms of oppression that exist in the world as we know it. Each of these experiences can create conditions within you that make it challenging for you to allow yourself to open up to what needs to come. It might feel challenging for you to allow yourself become the future version of you because it doesn't feel safe. And in order for you to become a different version of you, you want to be able to open up to receive, to be able to tune into your own felt senses so that you can be one with your body. And that requires bringing safety back to your body and feeling like you're deeply supported. Yes, you can feel supported with coaching and therapy and all the modalities, but that work is an inner work that all depends on you. So however your life experiences may have taught you that it's not safe to open up yourself, you'll notice that rather than leaning to what needs to happen and do the work, your guardrails are going to go up and then you probably shrink back, try to avoid the work, procrastinate, and some people might even say you self-sabotage, which I don't think is a negative thing. I feel like the self-sabotage is just you trying to protect yourself. And without bringing awareness to this or understanding, you know, what is happening, you might feel bad about yourself, you know, not doing the work. And then you try harder to fix yourself because that's what we're told. If you just try harder, you're going to get it. And we know what happens after that, you know, spirals of shame and unworthiness. Then you start thinking there's something wrong with you, but there really is nothing wrong with you. You, my friend, just happen to have a human brain that is trying to keep you safe. That's all. If all of this sounds like foreign language to you, I want to share some common areas that I see my clients struggle with allowing themselves to receive. I've done this, and I'm sure that you can relate to one, if not all of them. The first one is feeling selfish for prioritizing yourself. Now, this one's a biggie for so many of us because we've been taught that we should be serving other people. And in service of other people, we put ourselves on the back burner. So the walk around for this one is to think of all the ways that being selfish or acting selfish is a gift to others. I'm going to share an example. So I remember telling my husband that I wanted to hire a coach. This was maybe two, three years now. And he wasn't quite on board with it because on paper, I seemed fine. Our life was fine. And I could just have continued that way, but I knew that something had to give. So after working with a coach for several months, I remember we're talking about something and he was like, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Now, when I initially told him and he wasn't quite on board, I could have just given up, right? Because it didn't seem important to him. There were other things that we needed money to do. But I persisted because I had that knowing within me that this would change much more than what I thought. And it has been a gift that has helped me show up as the woman that I am in my marriage, in my parenting, and in my life in general. So yes, as a people pleaser, I did have that nudge that I was acting selfish, but I had to tune into what am I willing to do and who do I want to become? So you want to think about how acting selfish, just for a little bit, is a gift to others. And if you listen to my podcast episode last week, you'll know that selfish is not a terrible thing. It's just focusing on you first and prioritizing yourself and then deciding how you want to engage with other people. So the second thing is feeling unworthy. This one, again, is a lie that we've been sold. And I do have a podcast episode coming up about this in November because it's a huge thing that so many of us struggle with. 
But I want to say this, you were born worthy. God created you complete and worthy. There was nothing missing and there's nothing that you can do to add or take away from that worth. So yes, we're taught that we need to find our worth, do this, and then you'll feel worthy. But if you're still trying to find your worth, I've got bad news for you. You're never going to find it. (laughs) You'll never find it because it's already within you. Yes, life may have happened. Things may have caused you to question your worth, and that's okay. But you don't have to hustle to try to prove it. Your work is to then go inward, be one with your body, and believe that you're already worthy. Then start thinking and start behaving accordingly. And then the third one is just being guarded in our body. So I see this a lot with food and body image challenges where so many of us have lived just thinking our way through everything, right? We sweep emotions under the rug. We think I'm too old to be dealing with this. This is so childish. And then instead of addressing what our body needs, we go on diets, We do all sorts of things to go around the issue rather than addressing it. And I think this is one of the areas where so many of us would think we have too many feelings then feel uncomfortable. So then our work becomes practicing being in our body and creating safety so that you can expand your capacity to handle all the feelings. Feelings are neither good nor bad. They're just energy. They're just messages that help bring attention to what you need. And the more you leave in your head, the more you are guarded in your body, the harder it is for you to hear yourself. So when I'm coaching my clients with food and body image challenges, I teach them a simple way to process feelings. And they don't need to spend hours and hours on meditation and journaling. It's easy. It brings mindfulness to them. And it helps them get through their day without needing to go into fight or flight responses all the time. Now, I want to say all of these are human experiences. And you can work through them with the right tools and support without needing to take time off or work on yourself for months and months and months. Nobody has time for that. And by the time you get there, you would have changed. The person you are today that quote unquote you're trying to fix is going to be different in two months. So you, this process is one that you keep living daily. Now, I was coaching a client a while back and she was saying how she always feels like she's too much, too much here in quote. Things always had to be either intense with her or nothing at all. So once we coached her on her black and white thinking, we started to unpack that need for being so intense, in quote here. And for this client, one of the goals that we had worked towards was she wanted to leave her job. So something she had been planning to do for five years, but never got around to doing it. So rather than encourage her and to work hard and do all the things, we just experimented with what ease could feel like for her because... As a woman, she's already used to hustling and working hard and her future self was calling her into ease. So she had to be willing to allow herself to receive the new job that was coming, but doing so with ease. And this was a very unsettling experience for her because her conditioning, again, has just been work hard to prove yourself, people please, and it has kept her safe, but also in an environment that she didn't like and she wasn't living to her highest potential. So once she made the decision to leave her job, we set a date and we got to work on solving all of the thoughts that were standing between her and her goal of getting a new job. Now, as at the time of this recording, she has had two job offers and an instant increase in pay offer by her current employer. She didn't need to stop people pleasing. She didn't need to lose weight. 
She didn't need to stop being too intense. Intense here in quote. Instead, I taught her how to bring safety to her body using her thoughts and some somatic practices to tune into her body and trust the wisdom that she needed, which was already inside of her. Now, I don't have a lot of rules in my coaching engagement, but two things you can expect when you work with me is that we don't do hustle. No. And we create room for you to be human. So yes, we give your story the light of day. You learn to process your emotions and sit in it. I highly, highly encourage it. And then we get to work by just poking holes in all those stories. (laughs) Trust me, it's fun. And for me, this season of allowing myself to receive has just taught me to learn to believe that it's safe for me to do this work as a coach. And I'm seeing the impact it's having on my clients. I'm starting to think the best of people. I'm also learning to say thank you and actually receive it. There's a difference between saying thank you just because that's the right thing to do and saying thank you and feeling it in your body. It has totally transformed how I show up with people, how I show up in my business and in my life. So what I want to offer you is this. What if you could allow yourself to receive all the good that's available to you right now without believing that you're flawed or you need to change or you need to wait your turn, which is a sneaky way of saying wait for the kids to no longer need you. And we know that's a lie. They're always going to need you. So what would that look like? What are you wanting to receive this season? And how can you expand your capacity to receive it and hold it and do it all with ease? That's the work. It can be hard sometimes and it is still worth it, I promise. So have a beautiful week, my friends, and keep thriving. Talk to you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.